Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 29th, 30th day. Was it 29th day here? Of, uh, I'll exit the full screen here. I was wanting to see what that looked like. Uh, of March here, got a good show. Got John Bristano, and I hope I'm getting your name right, from Spitball and Sports. He, he will be on at... Uh, 25 after the hour is going to ask him about this Lamar Jackson situation. Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's out of the Buffalo area. I'm going to ask, ask him about the Bills. He's followed the Bears. So I'm going to ask him about that as well. Uh, got a great show on this evening. Cannot wait to talk to John, catch up with him. He's been on the program before. Uh, the guy's really good. Uh, the MLB, some stats came out on what spring training looked like as a whole with this pitch clock. Uh, got a few comments about that. The NFL, uh, they are pondering, uh, flexing out the week 14 and on games in the Thursday night football. Not a big fan of that. I kind of agree with the players on that one. Not a big fan of that. Plus the NBA could perhaps, uh, could perhaps have a deal done in another week or so with the new CBA collective bargain agreement. Uh, we'll go ahead and get our first and only break out of the way. And then I'll hit the ground running here on sports scope. Hello, sports scope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign and sports scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports. That is sports with an S, another S scope, S K O P E at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. Alrighty then, I'm back live here everywhere. Now, okay, so the NBA, uh, statement from the NBA PA, uh, Executive uh, Tamika Tremjibliel, Following NBA Commissioner Adam Silver press conference today, said that the March 31st deadline is an important benchmark and we're doing everything we can to reach an agreement with the league. If you don't have a deal and a, uh, the league decides to opt out, it will be disappointing. Okay. Uh, games will not be interrupted. So supposedly, supposedly, uh, there's going to be a deal done within the next week on the new CBA. Now, I've mentioned that the NBA wanted to, uh, that they, uh, the current deal will end, by the way, the CBA will end June 30th. So, so the, uh, essentially, the finals will be done by then. Okay. And, uh, who was this? Adam Silver. He said, I certainly can foresee one of them getting done. One uh, can foresee one getting done, and I hope we get get one done. Silver says on the conclusion of a two day meeting with the league's board of governors. It's just 
because honestly, I'm on one side of negotiations. It's difficult the rather it happens. Now, I'll say this. Uh, the NBA took a lot of hits over the last few years with load management, and that's been talked about, a proposal. Uh, uh, this is by the PA, by the way, of get uh, a player who is eligible for awards, like all NBA. We had that talk before. Uh, that's a, that. I don't know if I've mentioned this on this show, but it's came up before with John Morant. If he misses so many games, he can't be eligible for the All-NBA team, and that would affect his contract. That's supposed to be pushed up to 58 games. We talked about that before on this. I would think it should be closer to 80% pickles, which that would be about um, 65 games to be eligible for uh, for any off awards, which, you know, obviously All-NBA – uh, MVP, stuff like that, okay? Part of ability is availability, all right? But apparently, uh, Clay Travis put out a story, he without kick, that their ratings have been crucial. Listen to this soundbite from his show, uh, and, and, and I'll tell you why, but I'm going to play this soundbite real quick. Story up right now at OutKick. Women's NCAA tournament game. I want to make sure I get this right. We've got a story up at Outkick. Uh, Caitlin Clark, a lot of people are finding her to be extraordinarily fun to watch. At uh, the Women's NCAA Tournament, the Women's NCAA Tournament has actually outrated the uh, has actually outrated the NBA so far this year, which is pretty crazy to think about. Uh, and I want to make sure I get these facts right, so I'm going to pull up the article while I'm talking to you. Um. And uh, and it, it's pretty extraordinary. Iowa beating Louisville in the women's NCAA tournament drew more viewers than any NBA game has drawn on ESPN all season. Let me repeat that. A women's basketball game between Iowa and Louisville drew more viewers than any NBA game on ESPN all season. Ties in with what I said about the first round of the men's NCAA tournament. People like basketball. They don't like woke basketball. Yeah, and he uses the word woke. So it, it's and I got to thinking about this, and the 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 product is good, it, even with the low management. Uh, I've talked about this with with Carlos Mandy Yorker. And the, the the trade deadline was really interesting. Uh, if you look at the product, uh, the, the playoffs are lining up to be highly, highly interesting on the court, good basketball. And what it is, and even the NBA, even the, all the little woke messages and all that, they, they did away with that after 2020 off the court and all that. But here's my thing. It's the connection with ESPN, and they are bound to determine. By the way, ESPN supposedly, according to New York Post, supposed to lay off thousands of more employees. Uh, a, another huge wave of employees because they are bound and determined to push divisive topics on their talk shows, uh, woke, far left whatever you want to call it, uh, you've got guys like Kendrick Perkins, 
looking to call somebody uh, uh, accusing the writers of uh, being racist uh, because of um, what did he say? Uh, because the Joker may get three MVP roles uh, votes in a row and he's not a top 10 score or something like that. He used other examples like Steve Nash and everything like that. And, and I thought to myself, of course, J.J. Reddick came back and said, what about uh, what about guys like Urban Magic Johnson? Urban Magic Johnson doing this as well. Uh, so it, it just everything is racist. They're still pushing that crowd on the, yeah, yeah. Disney is their parent company. So they're pushing divisive, woke, uh, anti-American policies, and 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 that is catching up, and and it's attached to the NBA. The NBA is trying to get away from this crap, you know. Uh, occasionally, you'll hear a smart comment for a lecture from a Steve Kerr every now and then, and and it would be an ESPN air quotes for my podcast listeners. In quotes, it would be somebody from them trying to push that. And I don't care which side you are on. I don't care if it's some crap that I believe in. But ESPN still hasn't got it through their thick head that people do not want to hear that. Even Jeffrey Deskovic, uh, uh, a guest I've had on, this guy was wrongfully put in prison for, uh, what did he say, guys? 15 years or something like that? 16 years? And then I asked him about all this stuff with, with uh, NBA players kneeling and stuff and wanting to lecture. He says, no, do something about it. Don't get on this basketball game or in this football field and lecture me on this stuff, okay? Because it says you, you middle-class worker, you're the problem. You, uh, a hard-working American that just wants to watch the game and to get away from the real world for a little while, you're the problem. No, I'm not the problem. You, you overpaid athlete, and uh, bad advice somebody's giving you. That's the problem. That's the problem. Okay. So uh, the and, and it's sad because the NBA again they're in a good place competitively. The league is very competitive. It's not like it was when uh, Durant played for the Warriors, and it was all it was awful. You couldn't watch the product. It was terrible. People stopped watching. One team blow out everybody. But it's that connection to ESPN and ESPN's. Boundful and, and, and deliberately. Uh, for example, ESPN is giving Leah Thomas a lot of stuff about this transgender uh, stuff has came in. This Leah Thomas, they give her uh, uh, a courage award, uh, a shout out segment. Uh, this is a female transgender swimmer, uh, a guy that says he wants to be a woman, has dominated the women's swimming because he couldn't finish well in the men's swimming in college. Uh, they want to give her a courage award instead of a, a swimmer that was actually a woman uh, instead of something like that. Gave some kind of segment. What did they say about that? Either way, that's what it is. It, it's the So if, if, I, if I'm the ownership and I'm Adam Silver, now I know he's just a commissioner. He's just somebody they hired. I'll say, we got to get as far away from ESPN as we can. Uh, next April, the NBC, they have the um, uh, the, 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 the TV deals are going to be up in April. NBC is considering going to bid on um, the NBA again. And if I'm the NBA, I would take less money to not be associated with ESPN. 
And that's just what he said. ESPN, their viewership, uh, women's college basketball, women's college basketball had more ratings than any, any NBA game on ESPN this year. Women's college basketball. And, and those are facts. I've been reading this. I was reading this about how how uh, how low that the uh, uh, how low that the ratings were on the um, on the All Star game. We, we looked at that, and the product is good. The products is good. I've brought people on this program from around the country, uh, New York, and the product is really good. So it, it's the association with ESPN who. Uh, they 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 stop you in the middle of the games and talk about a, a Florida state law. Uh, they stop in the middle of, of a women's basketball game and want to lecture people on some type of uh, don't say gay law. And I mean, what does women's basketball have to do with with uh, a, a teachers teachers uh, wanting to teach? Uh, 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 little kids uh, in in uh, elementary school, elementary school, kindergarten, pre-K, that type of school about uh, uh, transgenderism. It's just insanity. And, and, and lovers like, no, we're not putting up with that crap here. So ESPN is doing this, and the NBA is getting clobbered. Anybody associated with NBA, ESPN, it's like a cancer right now. And, and it's really unfortunate. So... Anyways, uh, thank you, John. I'll see you back there, buddy. I've got a few more things. Let me knock out here real quick, and I'll bring you on. Uh, on, a, on, a, on another note, on a lighter note, a lighter note. Uh, the MLB pitch clock was a success, according to, well, I say it was a success. The the, the pitch clock in the spring training um, saves 26 minutes, 26 minutes. And I'm reading, this was on ESPN. When they cover sports, they're pretty good. But when they want to lecture you on some nonsense, then that's when I got a problem. So I got this off ESPN.com. Now, week one, there were 2.03 violations because of the MLB pitch clock. Week two, it went down to 1.49. Week three, 1.13. Week four, and uh, so, so it went down just about each and every day, bigger bases and a limit on disengagements from pitching on rubber, increased stolen bases by 1.6 per game to 2.3. The success rates on att- uh, attempts increased from 71 to 77%. Kudos to baseball. Finally, you're starting to wake up and get with the program. People want action. Uh, people want tempo. People want scoring. The defenses will catch up, like I said, what we talked about yesterday. Somebody's going to hit 400 in the next two years because of this. Somebody's going to hit uh, uh, 400 in the next two years. Uh, my guess is. Now, this is this was interesting. Okay. The reduction in the games is in line with the experiments done in the minor leagues with the pitch clock over the past several seasons. Spring games were also 35 minutes shorter 
than the WBC games, which didn't use a clock, even though there were more runs scored per game in the spring games than the WBC. So that's people taking all day on the mound, looking around, uh, 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 throwing up the little, was that that bag, you know? So uh, that is unbelievable. 35 minutes. Enforcement of the clock was a major storyline during the spring. A brawl, a ball was added to the count if the pitcher, uh, basically, and, and quite frankly, the, um, quite frankly, folks, the uh, uh, minor leagues have been doing this for years. Okay. Runs remain similar with MLB teams scored a combined 10.6 last year compared to 10.2. Same goes for overall batting averages. Now, I'll say this. Everybody's getting used to this. this, uh, One one player said the older players are having problems with it. Uh, Yeah, Rossenbach. Thank you, Pickles. Uh, They're having problems with it because they're used to having their routines. The younger players do like this stuff. And the averages, according to this spring training, uh, they've pretty much, some of them went down. It's actually helped the pitching well, the pitcher staying in rhythm. You know, my dad used to tell me every time uh, Bonds would feel like, uh, he would notice that Bonds uh, feel like a pitcher's in in some kind of rhythm, that he would start fixing up his uh, 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 elbow pads and everything. Well, you can't do none of that now. You just got to get ready. When you're ready, you got to step on that box you got so many seconds, and then that ball is going to get thrown. But um, so the 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 shortened time, uh, the minor leagues, uh, it's 35 minutes off the minor leagues games too because the minor leagues uh, have been doing this for a number of years. You know, the minor leagues are kind of like guinea pigs, right? So I'm I'm excited about this. I'll have Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez on Friday's program uh, to talk about the Major League Baseball. He's big into the Yankees and the Mets. I want to get his um, his takes on that. Uh, who he thinks is going to get to the World Series? Does he think anybody's going to hit 400? I, I I know that Tony Gwynn did it. Was it 94? He hit 394. Uh, it might not be this year because a lot of this is players are getting used to it. But I think within the next two years, my prediction is somebody will hit 400 because of the the lack of uh, movement. You cannot get out of the dirt. If, if you're playing short or second, you can't get out of that dirt. You can only go so far. And, of course, from my understanding is those outfielders can't move in either. You can't shift in. So once you're there, you're there. And a a good baseball player will study that, and they will study where, uh, you know, where a team may be weak at, where somebody may have a weaker arm, uh, somebody hitting it shallow. Think about guys like, I'm telling you, Aaron Judge, uh, a lot of bloop singles that this guy can hit, uh, which would be a single back in the day, could be a double nowadays. So we're going to see. I think RBIs are going to go up. Scoring overall is going to go up. It's going to be really interesting. And so far, again, 26 minutes taken off. Uh, the games and the tempo's much better. And even though they score more runs in the spring training, um, 
they still got done quicker. It was 35 minutes quicker than the average World Baseball Classic where the, the clocks were used. More runs, less time spent. 35 minutes difference. Okay, it's 7.20. I've got John back here. Got a lot I want to ask him. Uh, John Rustino, you ready, John? Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Good to see hey. you again. Um, hey, Robert. I'm venting about baseball and ESPN NBA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ESPN tough. I can't take it. ESPN Hard to watch is, ESPN. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I didn't I didn't send you this, but I was just reading that. You probably listened backstage. It's it's the NBA's connection with ESPN. The NBA has cleaned up their act. But ESPN, they want to shove a bunch of nonsense down your throat that has nothing to do with basketball, man. Yeah. Yes. It's been kind of, I, I, it started for me a couple of years ago. I mean, they, and I could care less because I'm not really political at all and I'm not going to go there, but they did right. too much of that. If it's for not me. politics, I don't want to yeah. hear that crap. Yeah. No, I didn't like it at all. It was, it was really bad and they've turned me off. Uh, and I don't know who the audience is they're going for. That's the weird thing. The audience is me and you. It's, it's, yeah. it's not, I don't know who they think they're, that's what I don't get it. But, anyways, you know right, what I mean. Right. So that's yeah. why I get I get a little bit of a rise out of that stuff. Now, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's been into the news all day, all week. I gotta ask you, what's your take on on Lamar Jackson and why do you think teams are, are reluctant to offer him a big bunch of money, in your opinion? Oh boy, you know, first of all, I gonna I'm gonna say this. I think Baltimore from the I, I don't they never gave him I, I hate to say it's because I'm not making excuses, but I don't think they ever gave him what he needed. Everyone talks about, I need a number one. I need a, I need a second option. When you really think about it, all they had was Andrews and they yeah. ran the ball. I, the offensive coordinator there, I don't know how he's still, I think it's, was it Roman? You know, I mean, yeah, I don't they, know how. They just moved off Roman. Um, yeah. and they Good for them. Georgia. Thank God for them because he was terrible in Buffalo. I remember when they, they fired him. But anyway, <laughs> they I, fired him in Buffalo, didn't they? I can't see how. Um, well, I get why they're staying away from him. I guess is that the guaranteed money. I mean, I heard what Arthur Blank said about his fear of him not playing enough games. And, uh, you know, right. I, I don't know. Just, it's getting very nasty, right? I mean, that whole situation mm-hmm. with the agent who, I don't know if it is his agent or whatever, and they were worried about him being an NFLPA certified. When I wonder if they worry about that. I don't know. This is, this is a really weird situation, um, Robert. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't understand why it's so um why it's gotten so nasty you know what i mean because yeah. aaron Rodgers' situation is nasty too but it's yeah. not like this this has got there's it something feels about really this, personal he's getting he's yeah. making it personal i think yeah well he, yeah. He's he not right any perspective, man no well you know. wasn't he wasn't he the guy no it was it was i'm sorry it was kyler murray who brought out his high school stuff lamar jackson though i i noticed he's on twitter a lot that's tough yeah. When you're answering yeah. everyone back really quick and you're, you know, I, I don't know. I, I would think there will be a ton of teams that want them, right? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, there's got to be at least five or six that would love to have them. Um, but I, Arthur Blank said it best, I guess. You're just afraid of guaranteeing money if he still plays the way he does. I mean, that was interesting yeah. what Blank said, I thought, after, especially with him and Michael Vick. Yeah, this is what he said. I got it right here. There's no question Lamar Jackson's one of the top, QBs in the league, looking at it objectively, there is some concern about whether or not he can play his style of game for a long that uh, 
for how long that can last. Hopefully a long time. He's missed five games, six games each of the past two seasons. That's 40%. That And, and listen, when he's missing them in December, when the money's on the line, yeah. he's yeah. trending in the wrong direction. And Greg Roman, I mean, you did make a pretty good point there. I think my, my point about that is I think Baltimore just says this guy's never going to be a passer. He's never going to have – he's never going to set passing records. We're going to put this type of offense, and we're going to roll with this. We don't think he's going to transpire more as a – he's not going to uh, grow any more than he is as a passer. We're just going to roll with it here because he has mastered this offense so well under Greg Roman. And now, obviously – it's kind of came back and bit him. Uh, remember, uh, who was it? Bill Polian said, "Yeah, he wouldn't even draft this guy as a quarterback." Of course, he got heat for it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Polian. Jeez, you know, I, I once again not an excuse for for Jackson. Just yeah, they never. What did he have? His best wife. What did he have? He had Hollywood Brown, yeah. and he had uh, Mark. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? Like he. Everyone cried, like, all right, Justin Fields, you got to get him a number one. You got to give him a number one. Yeah. They get him a number one. Got uh, now he needs a, you know, yeah. Josh Allen needs a, needs a second option. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone needs something. I don't know if he ever had anything. Now, maybe that's – I don't know why. Why would you have never brought anyone in but Mark Andrews to try to help yeah. him along other than well, – Hollywood and, Brown did not yeah. – he wanted to get traded. Yeah. Hollywood Brown's looking at his numbers. He's like, dude, this guy – He's not. He's overthrowing me by a country. Right. He can't throw these in routes on the sideline that are real popular in the NFL for receivers. And that the, Hollywood Brown wanted out of town. They could not get any free agents to come there. Yeah. See, actions speak louder than words. They can't. It's a, it's a it's a brotherhood in the NFL. Not to say, hey, look, the guy can't give him the freaking ball. Okay, bleep bleep. They're gonna say, nah, I want to go here and there. But the truth of the matter is, they want their numbers because they want their contracts to be good. Up, uh, you know, later on, and then when you know, when Sean Bateman was drafted, uh, the number one receiver out of University yeah. of Minnesota, you know, he looked like that somebody died in his family. I'm like, dude, you're getting drafted to the NFL. <laughs> when, the, when Baltimore called his name, he had a lot. I was like, what's with the long yeah. face? Right, I'm not gonna say because Lamar can't get me the ball consistently. It, you know what? I'm, <laughs> no, you're right. And the other thing that bothered me about Lamar that I think I, yeah. I've almost forgotten is his playoff of performances have been pretty bad. A lot of turnovers, whether it be a fumble, whatever. I mean, just really bad playoff performances. That's another one. Games. Yeah, he's had you know, problems I, getting down early. And, it's, you know. Yeah, it's a tough. You know, I mean, where did he could He came from Louisville, right? Was yeah. that where he was? Yeah, he won and, a house in Louisville. Yeah, and it was just, ah, man, I, I don't know. There's such a stigma in all kinds of ways around here. Yeah. Like with, you know, you got the black quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, and it always yeah. turns. And that and that's the way that their media yeah. likes to say it, even though, you know, the highest contract in the league is given to a black guy with most guaranteed money, Deshaun Watson. That's what he wanted. Right. But Watson's got a really high QBR rating, uh, one of the highest in the league. He's up there with, at one time before all the sexual assault allegations. Uh, he was right up there with Rodgers with QBR, touchdown to interception, ratio he had won some games uh remember they had a big lead on kansas city the year yeah. kansas city won their first super bowl but he can't right. play defense right you know yeah. so that was the sean watson's argument you know mm -hmm. and that's no. why if you turn to espn they'll try to say that it, it's something like that well the, the biggest contract is technically i think mahomes is, 
and uh, non guarantees like four hundred fifty million dollars, right. and he he's half black, half white, you know. But I just think it's just uh, Jackson is a unique. He's a great guy, but I think that his his game is very very uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, it's almost a gimmicky offense. You know, and maybe they should have tried to develop it and maybe try because they, they don't draft Willie well receivers either. No. They've had problems with that. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to think back to his college, you know, because obviously he was yeah. at Louisville. So, you know, I didn't see a lot of Louisville and I watched college. You know what I mean? He just did. Yeah. It just seemed like, you know, oh my God, this guy comes out of nowhere. And uh, I mean, Tim Tebow was the same way, right? I mean, Tim yeah. Tebow is one of the best college quarterbacks I've ever seen. I mean, the stuff he was doing. Yeah. And just it translate. Championships, Heisman also. Unbelievable. You know? I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had said on a different on a show back then one time yeah. that I thought he was the greatest thing I ever seen. I could not I couldn't wait to see him come in the NFL. And, and we saw what happened. Yeah. yeah. So similarly, I guess maybe almost like Jackson in a way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. he was. But uh, hey, Jackson's quicker. He's better. He's a better player yeah. than uh, than Tim Tebow. But uh, Absolutely. I hope the guy works out. You know, I mean, I, li- I like him as an individual, but I think that he's way over. I mean, you look at all these. I mean, you're missing 40 percent. You're trending yeah. in the wrong. And by the way, his last game against Buffalo in the playoffs, he got hurt in that game. And well, that game was still intact. That game was still mm-hmm. winnable for Baltimore that year. Now, do you, let me ask you something. I know it's your show, yeah. but I want to ask yeah, you. Yeah, does no, Tennessee, no, no, go ahead. Does Tennessee have any ideas of him, or has that been said at all they're, down there? They're in the uh, running to get him, but I, I don't think they're going to. They're one of the higher odds mm. teams to get him. Uh, their line is not very good. Uh, I could not imagine they would have to set aside $24 million. They're going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul to get him. And I, I don't know what they would do with Tannehill. They can make it happen, but it, it would be – if I'm Lamar, I wouldn't come here, you know. Right. Line's not good enough. Right. Uh, coaching's there. Coaching's yeah. there with Brable. Yes. But uh, line is not really uh, good enough with Lamar. Um, maybe the Colts work it out. They have the line intact. They have the four pick. Uh, they won a quarterback. They got rid of Matt Ryan. To have Shane Stiskin, hey, baby, he can do a Jalen Hurts type yeah. of offense. That's a little closer to what Lamar does, and uh, that would right. probably work out. I think they're probably the favorites, but nobody's saying that publicly. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I it feels so like too. I don't know if he's going to go back to Baltimore after all this. I can't imagine. No, I can't. He, I mean, he could sit out, I assume. If he sat out, then he's uh, – right, he could just sit. And then well, he, he says, yeah, trade me. Yeah, he sits, and then uh, I just don't want it to be – I was talking about this in the program yesterday. I don't want this to be a Le'Veon Bell situation because I think it's going to hurt him, hurt his game more yeah. than it will help his negotiating tactic. Bell was terrible when the Jets picked him up I in know. 2019. He set out the whole 18 season, if you recall. Yeah. You know, the other team that I was thinking was Tampa, but I guess – yeah. Maybe not. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't envision. I guess I could envision what you're the Colts for sure. That's got it to me. I thought they were going to be the favorites to get him. Atlanta, I thought, my God, that would have been perfect. You march him out yeah. on the field there. This seems like it would be, you know, it almost they be got the a, money. They've got the offensive yeah. line. But Blank doesn't seem to. Arthur, Arthur Blank don't want to sign off. Now, Tampa, yeah, it could happen in Tampa. They're only playing Baker Mayfield $1.7 in contract. They could cut that. That's less than a backup quarterback. 
Right. Uh, they've got Mike Evans and, and got they got good possession receivers. Uh, the line's a little shaky, but he's a pretty good athlete. You're going to have some guys back. Remember, some guys just basically got hurt on Brady last year for them. Right. Some they guys got hurt in training camp. So that, it could technically work, but I don't know if I'd want to play for Todd Bowles. I want an offensive-minded head coach to put the right. right scheme in for me. But he's got weapons in Tampa. So, yeah, I, I said Tampa would probably be one of the others that right. could work, and they need a quarterback. I mean, Baker Mayfield, he's he's just he's a backup, yeah. Best, maybe a bridge quarterback, and you know he's just gonna have to get better, um, you know. And what's yeah. any thoughts on any thoughts on Rodgers? Do, does he play for Green Bay or does he play for the Jets? He's got to be a Jet. I, I'd be okay. so stunned if I, I can't see him going back to Green Bay. I don't even they can't even want him anymore. It's it's got to I got to imagine what do they want. Um, what are they going to get a couple number twos maybe for him? Yeah, maybe I a guess. number two. They've come off this 13th pick stuff. They come off of the 13th pick overall. Uh, right. Maybe maybe a two, maybe a one next year if Rodgers plays next year. Do this word conditional round. That's what I'm hearing Mike Florio saying. Uh, something like that. But if you really think about it, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers in past tense. You've got Jordan Love. Uh, with those picks, I mean, if I'm if I'm the Jets, I could pick up maybe a Max Duggan in the second round to compete with Zach Wilson, worst case scenario, and let it roll that way. I have a pretty decent foundation I'm building up there. I yeah. think the Jets kind of got the upper hand because uh, Green Bay is already talking about him in past ten. How awkward would the locker room be if he just comes showing up there in September? Yeah, I can't see it. There's no way I can't see it, man. I mean, I, I mean, I know I'm a Bears fan, so I don't want to yeah. see it, but I really can't see it. I just can't. He's got a New York. Is the I mean, I thought it from the beginning with perfect spot. It fits perfectly for him. I mean, I, he's a weird guy though because when yeah. I watched him a couple times on that Pat McAfee's show, yeah, and he you hear him talk, yeah, but he, you almost he almost become and I never liked him because he said I own you, you know, the Bears and all that. But yeah, he's he did almost, say that. He almost becomes likable on that show. Yeah. And I'm listening to him. But then the things I hear, like, they don't seem to match up. I I don't know, man. I, I think, though, with the Jets and all they got around them, geez, they could they could seriously be a play. They could be a playoff team. I still think he's good. I still think yeah. he's got it in him. I, I still think he's got it for at least Top another three, four defense, years. Uh, the Jets were last year. Garrett Wilson's a real deal. He's rookie of the year last year at Rod Receiver, yeah. Brees Hall. They, they can use some help on their old line, but, uh, I mean, it's his, his former offensive coordinator. They've got uh, Lazard there. Lazard. They may get Beckham, but for the right price. Play. I mean, geez, come on. We're not yeah. giving you $20 million. No, I, I get right. Yeah, that guy is another one. I, I can't even – you know, it was like, you know, thinking about here with the Bills, they keep on talking about it and talking about it with him, yeah. and I – I don't even know why they would buy. Honestly, I don't, that's another guy. I don't know how yeah. you could even consider any because he's not going to play, right? You can't put him on the field. It's almost like Von Miller. You really play him in December, well, maybe? Yeah, that's a good transition. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the Bills offseason so far, man? Well, um, it's what I expected out of them because, you know, eventually, you know, eventually things have to – it, it, the window only stay, and I'm. They're still got. They're still favorites. You know all that in the AFC East and yeah. 
and all that. But, you know, the window's starting to close a little, I think, on them. Um, I mean, Edmonds is good. And I thought that and for the Bears to bring him in at 25 years old, I think that's going to hurt the Bills a little bit. Um, you know, I, I like Damian Harris. I thought that was a great yeah. sign for them to yeah. bring him in because I, I like too. James Cook. I really like James Cook. I think he's awfully good. Um, I mean, I think he's going to be really good. I, I enjoy it, and I'm glad they started to use him more, and I'm almost kind of glad they, they moved Singletary out. Um, and we know that Poyer stayed. It hasn't yeah. been a bad off off season for them, though. It could have been worse. I think Poyer staying is a big deal. I think it's very, very good for them that he stayed. I think he went out there and realized, you know, maybe the money that he thought was going to be out there wasn't from Miami. Yeah. Um, they signed that guy, the offensive guard from Dallas, McGovern. And, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What yeah. What is your thoughts on McGovern? And um, I thought they uh, – who was this, David Edwards? They brought him in from the yeah. Rams. So, they're, at least they realize that the offensive line is turning into an issue now. You know? Yeah, right. And, and I heard something that McDermott said the other day that I read it, and it was pretty much – he's kind of hinting in, to the fact that he would like to see them run the ball more. Like literally turn around and hand it to somebody, and it just right. makes sense, you, you know. Want him to say that for three years, huh? Yeah. Well, really, because <laughs> we're, we're we're in yeah we're in Buffalo, and we yeah. saw the weather against the Bengals, and you see the and you gotta just turn it around and run the ball. Sometimes I think he's yeah. also a little concerned that Josh Allen, of course, taking too many hits. He made that comment too, which makes sense. It seems as though they're not in it for DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Yeah, um, we're reading that. Yeah, Sports Illustrated. I was said that he, they're not in. A, I think uh, Arizona's. I think they're pipe dreaming about Hopkins. Uh, I think they're wanting like a high first round pick. He's still going to be a costly uh, transition. You know, he's still in his prime, but I think they're probably asking too much. Now I'm hearing that the uh, the Patriots are out also on on Hopkins. Yeah, and so I'm I, sure he was going to New England. I'll tell you what, you, when I, and this is going to be a big stretch, but it reminds me a little bit of, of McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. Look at how much that at Carolina, how much they gave up for McCaffrey with all the oh, injuries and all the stuff. They get a lot. Yeah. And like, I, I, sometimes I think DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, I know it's a different position and all, but it kind of reminds yeah. me of the same way. So I get why they want what they want. Like they're thinking, geez, this guy, like you just said, he's in his prime. Injuries, yes, but of course, when he's when he's healthy, he's he's incredible. So I, I just I'm curious as to who's going to or I can't even think of where he's going to go. To be honest with you, Robert, where yeah. where would you guess? I can't even think. Uh, of where somebody go. that's got the money uh, that, that that can that can absorb that contract, and they feel like they're in a window. Somebody will maybe Atlanta go offset mm. with Drake London. They still have quarterbacks on rookie contracts. Maybe they come off their high horse. Thank you, John, by the way. Appreciate the uh, highlight. Uh, uh, John also says Buffalo for years has had great running backs for the cold weather. Yeah, maybe they go after Derrick Henry down here. We'd kind of like to ship him up there if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry, if he could give us that second-round pick, brother, I would uh, definitely be okay with that, John. Yeah. And uh, John, <laughs> yeah, John's a good man. I know John pretty good. He's a good guy, man. He's a he's a season ticket holder for the Bills for probably fifty years. John has nice. been to every game, every game. He, he I got to bring him on. 
He'll be he he knows it all oh, about I'm the business. I'm telling you guys, I I picked Buffalo to win the whole thing last year, and I'm still not over that Cincinnati loss. Yeah, what a you know, I, I thought about this the other day and I forgot yeah. what I think I was watching uh again, it might have been uh McAfee's show, and they had that Sal Capaccio on who's one of their beat writers. And I he was talking about all the obviously, you know, Hamlin. You know, I guess like that was something unbelievable. I, I, you know, not the snowstorms and all that, because people have we've played. Everyone's played through that stuff where they mm-hmm. hurricanes had to move games to Tuesdays and when we remember all that. But like, I, I will give them the Hamlin situation. That was an odd thing. I mean, that was just think about it for almost three or yeah. four days. I couldn't even speak the word football. Like it was yeah. almost like you didn't want to speak football because you felt like, oh my god, the guy. You know what I mean? You so couldn't bad, do yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I give them I that a little bit. Too. I, I thought he had died, man. I thought he had died on the field, and they're trying to play it off. And then I yeah. called my dad. I was like, you think he's dead? He's like, yeah, I think he's – I said, well, I wonder what happened. He snapped his neck. And then we were talking about it. I was like, maybe it was a heart attack. And then before you know it, yeah. uh, you know, and it was a heart attack. And then the whole conspiracy got- came out where was he – is he really alive? Yeah. Is that person – crazy yeah, right. internet I- stuff. He was in the best, and his sick is not sick. Is luckily he was in the best place of all. Like right, yeah. I mean, because if that happens to me or you at work or wherever we are, we're probably gone. Luckily, yeah. he had all the people there to just. I mean, because that's my thing. I guess like if there's going to be an excuse for that team at all, I'm going to say they're probably were a little bit emotionally spent from all yeah. that went on there. I mean, how much adrenaline rush do you get? They probably got a little jump, but geez. It's funny that Bengals game went exactly how the other game started. Wasn't that odd? Like the game yeah. that Hamlin gets hurt, it had the yeah. same feeling. The Bengals just kind of were gonna do it. Like that was it. There was gonna be no resistance. Um, the other thing, the only thing that um, that concerns me a little, but this is just maybe it's nothing. Is yeah. Stefan Diggs? I'm not a. I'm. I think he's great. I just think sometimes I can't tell. Um, if he's all there, like I, I always remember him from Minnesota, the stuff yeah. he said on HBO. I remember he complained about Buffalo, or at the end of he snapped at Allen at the end of the Buffalo game too. Yeah, it was, and he ran out of there real quick. I remember that was yeah. the whole story, and I actually got into an argument with the guy who writes up here uh, because it's what happened. They tried, they tried so hard to downplay it, but it is what happened. Now yeah. y- you could say whatever you want. The guy has a track record of being a little bit. Um, you know, disgruntled, but whatever. I mean, yeah. All in all, this off season I think has been good for them because it could have gotten. I think it could have been worse. I think because Poyer could have left. You know, they knew they were going to lose Edmonds, right? And they they knew brought Poyer back. He made yeah, he think, made the taxes comment and he goes back to Buffalo anyways. They showed him the love, so that tells me think, they there's some good team chemistry there. On him that and Hyde are awfully, yeah. Him and Hyde are awfully good together. I mean, that's a good that yeah. that's a really good. I don't know how they're gonna. What they're going to do with the loss of Edmonds, that'll be interesting because, um, you know, it's a lot of tackles. That's a lot of, you know, it's a six foot five. He went to the Bears. He went to your other team. Yeah, Yeah, six foot five kid. You know, he's 25 years old, fast. I mean, that'll be tough to replace, but they're still still awfully good. And the AFC East looks like it's going to be maybe the best division in football. Yeah, yeah, possibly, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, and the – well, yeah, if if Rodgers – probably going to go to to the Jets. And here's my thing for you and for the other John there. John Elway, the other John. Let's go John, John, and John, right? <laughs> John, arguably, 
Mel Kuyper, going all the way back to the 1983 draft, was considered, and probably to this day, still considered the greatest individual prospect of all time. He couldn't get to the Super Bowl without a running game. I see Josh Allen. I see a lot of John Elway there. And you guys are going to need a run. I think the next shooter drop is going to be McDermott, not unless they improve this year because that that contract he's got is going to go up, up, up. And it's going to be harder for you guys to build a good team around him. You're going to have to hit home runs, you know, uh, in the draft in order to stay competitive. And everything I've been through with Elway, or not Elway, but um, – Who's the guy? Uh, Kelly and those Kelly, four, yeah. those four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, I think the next shoe is going to be McDermott. Not less they get something done in September, and it's got to be massive, man. What yeah, are your thoughts I, I, about that? Are, are the local radio stations even discussing this? Or are they still in love with McDermott? Yeah, I think there's still a love affair. With McDermott. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's the way the the Hamlin situation. I, yeah, I said it's what I think. I think you, that gave him. A little bit of uh, it extended the honeymoon, you know. Yeah. I think it did extend the honeymoon. I I would like um, I, you know, I, I would like to. I, here's what I think: Damian Harris is a great. I, I think that was smart. I really do. He's big. He's. I gotta tell you, I, I was really I was shocked. That doesn't seem like what they would normally do, you know. They they're gonna sit there with Naeem Hines and Cook and all that. You bring this guy in. I think it's finally an admittance. We have to, you know. We've got to do this. We have to control the ball. We yeah. can't keep putting our off defense in those positions that they're put in and, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's funny. The Buffalo Bills, for as long as I can remember, and it's very odd, even in the Kelly years, as good as those years were, they were always never – they never were one to want to control the clock. Right. even those years, the great Thurman Thomas – Jimmy Johnson's book, and he says they're going to turn the ball over – they play really fast. Trust me. Didn't they have nine turnovers in that first Super Bowl against the Cowboys in 92, 93? I want to yeah, say. I think you're right. The bad, the 52. They jumped to- off the 7 nothing lead early. Yeah. And Jimmy Johnson's well, like, calm down. They'll give it back to us. And they did, obviously. Well, I'll think about that that first one with Parcells. I mean, that was, he did, he did the groundwork for everyone on what to do. You know, yeah. how he played them and and have a good running game. O.J. Anderson was – but anyways, the Bills, I think this is a good admission that they need to. I think McDermott has to be on the on the hook. If they don't make it to the AFC Championship at least. Yeah. I mean, I think – So you're saying championship gonna game or the locals are going to say it's probably McDermott. Thank you for I think your so. services. <laughs> there, you know what? There was rumblings of that already. I, okay. I do believe Hamlin kind of did soften the blow – my yeah. my co my other co my co-host that I have now yeah. is a huge Bills fan and he still he rumbles about McDermott you know and also yeah. about uh, and he's not there why is he see he was my gosh why the defense coordinator why am I forgetting Leslie oh, Frazier did, or uh, Frazier the Frazier retire he just went away for a year oh that's right so who's going to be your coordinator this year I think it's going to be McDermott oh he's going to be calling the defense. I would get yeah. That's what I believe. Calling the offense, I think they I do just, miss. I don't know about that, man. They missed, you know, the guy from Alabama, the big guy there who's with the Giants. He was he was good. Yeah, he was awfully ball. good. Yeah, he it really out, was. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He was I a lunatic. Maybe he was the problem, and Dorsey would fix it, but he never did fix the running game. No, they got to. They admitted it. It was basically just admitted the other day. He they admitted that we first of all we can't let Allen keep getting hit like this. And 
we would like, you know, pretty much he didn't say why. I, I wish I wish should have brought the quote, but you could tell. And then Harris gets signed. And I'm not saying Damian Harris is the greatest thing, but it's a different type of bat for that. He's you know? a physical guy. And John, cool. I will bring you on and your friend. Uh, oh, yeah. Give me John. John, if you just send me your contact, I'll bring you on next week. Oh, yeah, he'd love well, to come I, out. I want the Bills. Buffalo Bills to win, either them or maybe Denver. I think Tennessee's kind of, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. The, the Bears got some guys from Tennessee, I see. Yeah, yeah so the guards. That, that's a good transition. What is your, uh, what is your uh, take on this Bears uh, getting that big trade like that with Carolina? In, I'll tell you what. I mean <laughs> – and this is long suffering talk, so I don't try to say too much because I'm not going to jinx them. But it was a good. It couldn't have got for me. It couldn't be a better off season. I mean, it was nice. Nice. You know, you get DJ Moore. You get the pick next year, the first rounder. You you're accumulating all the picks this year. Um, I, I like Tremaine Edmonds, and I like TJ Edwards, and I I like that. And these guys, I even like Ta Ta I always say his name wrong. Tanyan Tanyan from uh, Green Bay, Robert the tight end they brought. My dad, my dad would call him Tanya. Tanya. Big Jake, all the, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. All the guys, all the, and all these guys, it's funny, were all Bears. It's kind of odd. They were all Bears fans as kids. So it's kind of a weird thing that's been going on there that they've been bringing in some kind of like homegrown guys. He's a and former then they, Packer. Too. Yeah. You know, Tanya, yeah. it's his second year back from surgery. I think he'll be a lot better this year. Remember he yeah, had surgery I, last year? Right, or he and he it, had a very bad injury in twenty one, and then last year was the first year. I I like Dante. Yeah, yep, Dante Freeman. I think was good. Uh, Foreman, I'm sorry, he was. Yeah, I mean, he had the same numbers. It's funny. I was looking at the numbers, same numbers as as David Montgomery. I mean, almost, nice. you know, exactly nine hundred and fourteen to nine hundred. Whatever. They had the same numbers, same type of guy. <laughs> you got Khalil Herbert there. I mean, I'm. Cautiously optimistic on all of it. Um, obviously, Justin Fields will be the key. I mean, we're going to find out. I think yeah. they've left no um, chance for an excuse here. Except, you know, the offensive line, I'm glad they got Davis. I don't know much about Nate Davis, but I read some good things about You would know from Tennessee. Seems to yeah. be He's okay. Guard. I think yeah. you should probably add another piece. In, and they probably will with that ninth pick. They're probably going to get Sanoski from uh, Northwestern. That's my guess. Yeah. Local That's, guy, plus he's really good. It's got to be him, right? Or Paris from uh, Johnson, Paris Johnson from Jr. State. The kid from Georgia, too. I mean, it's another yeah, one. But I he mean, comes he's, from Georgia. You have to you have to look at the Georgia players with the fine-tooth comb. Uh, they, they seem to get in trouble. Uh, right, Jalen right. Carter. <laughs> man, I like him. I You know, someone's going to get He's good, but, man, he's got some red flags. I'll tell you what I saw a red flag is when they played Ohio State, how tired he looked. I was stunned at how tired he was and how he couldn't pretty much – he couldn't stay on the field against Ohio State. If you watched – when I watched, I could see him. He was huffing and puffing. He was on the sidelines. I don't know what was going on there. So, But I think someone maybe rehabilitates him. He's off, awfully good. You know, it's all Justin Fields, uh, Robert. If, if Fields yeah. is – Mike uh, Davis says he'll never become squat in that organization. He's probably thinking that they need an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah, we'll I mean, this is make or break for. I mean, Fields has got to take a big jump. Well, he's got. There's too many targets now. Yeah, well, he. I thought last year was a good beginning. I mean, you got to figure. Like we talked yeah. about this before. I mean, it starts out pretty. The guy who drafts him shouldn't have drafted a quarterback. 
Ryan Pace shouldn't have been involved in that. So he right. plays that year with Nagy. They need to win because they're going to get fired. So they play Andy Dalton. They don't give him a, it's a mess. I thought last year was a nice step for him in a way because there were some opportunities where he did look like he was at Ohio State. He can throw the ball deep. He, th- he throws the ball deep rather accurately. Yeah. Um, you know, now it's the other things. They talked to it. They talked about it. Brian Poles was talking about the other day, pretty candidly, about him having to do more than just throw the ball deep and run. He pretty much said it right out there. And remember, he didn't draft him, right? So yeah. what's that's kind why of I, that's why I brought up last time we were on. I, I, that's why I threw that question at you, maybe that they should trade him, but I think though the cool the the good thing is they got that number one pick from Carolina. And I know Carolina's trying to load up, but they're probably not going to be that good. So because yeah. they'll have a rookie quarterback. If things go bad, they'll have a shot at draft and it's a good quarterback draft next year. You know what I mean? They, they might yeah. have themselves set up in the event. I think Fields is good, but I'm also Ohio State fan that watched every snap. I told you this before. So I'm kind of biased and I'm and I'm really hoping, you know. But as yeah. far as being a Bears fan, um you know, right now, DJ Moore comes and he's the leading receiver of all time for the Bears. So that just says it all. I mean, that's is how that bad. Right? The, yeah, wow. he is now. See, that's yeah, why I is, brought you on. That's unbelievable. Yeah. He's better than Jeffrey. And and uh, who, who's the guy that came in there with Cutler? Um, you had Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall? Yeah, yeah. He's he right wow. now has the, more numbers than any. I mean, that's how bad the organization is. Runner, man. Yeah. This Bears organization, that's why when they got rid of uh, the, the president even changed. We talked about this before. That was a big deal because you had a guy in there who was there since 84. I mean, that's nuts. And he just uh, retired, didn't he? Yeah, luckily. And and Virginia McCaskey, they're there. And I don't know, man, they're starting to go to a new stadium, I guess, in a couple of years and yeah. all that. I'm hoping that uh, that means, you know, they're going to take a, a leap into the into the 21st century. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, cause I, I really, when you really sit back and think about how bad offensively this team has been, it's, it's shocking. I mean, when they go to the Super Bowl, it's Rex Grossman and uh, <laughs> Cedric Thomas Jones and Cedric Benson were the offense. Yeah. And, uh, I remember and, and I think Bernard Berrien and Bernard was, Berrien. Man, so you got they a were, great memory. Well, for bears, I do. I mean, it, yeah. for, for meaningless stuff I do, but those guys, <laughs> but, Hey, who's the kicker there? Was it gold? Back then? Young Robbie uh, Gold? Ooh, ooh, was it Robbie Gold back then? It might have I been. I think it was. Pickles. I think gold. it was. Yeah, he wants to come back, Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold's like 150. Man, he, he played on that 07 Bears team. 06. Yeah. Yeah, the Super Bowl team. You're right. Man, it had to like be Gary him. Anderson. <laughs> yes, it, it, with him and well, geez, for the longest time, Kevin Butler was the greatest offensive player the Bears had next to yeah. Peyton. So I mean, that just tells you how. <laughs> and you think back to that team, it had nothing other than Peyton. So I don't know, man. They okay. need offense, but yeah, the last team to lead the league in rushing and win a Super Bowl was who? Ooh. I heard this. I heard this the other day. Lead the league in rushing and win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. Not get the there. Win the Super Bowl. I would I don't know. I was gonna say Dallas, but who who is this? I would have said Dallas too. It was the 85 Bears. Oh, the 85 Bears. Nice. Yeah. Right. That tells well, you, I mean, you need balance in a running game, but you can't be all the way running and you can't be all the way pass happy either. You know, yeah. we saw that with the Bills. Yeah, but they it tells you, you need balance, man. You need balance. Yeah. yeah, and I think they are 
I think the Bills are striving for it for the first time. I've really heard it out of their mouth. I think, you know, also you got to stop making Allen having to be a, you know, being the Superman of it all because, you know, that's where that's going. I mean, that's going to end up, it's going to end up bad. It always does because he's going to get hurt. He's going to do do too much. No, he does have There's that. And a negative type of guy, you know, yeah. except they need to run a game too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the negatives, the only negative I see of Allen is, is he, if he, um, he wants to be the he, and that's a good thing. He wants to be that guy. You know, he wants to he wants to win the game. He wants to Turkey be that. Lead. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, that's good. That's better than than being what. It's better than being Lamar Jackson, who right kind of shrinks right. in those situations. But yeah, and, and you know, back to Fields. I, yeah. I was really hyped up when I see him play that Monday night game against New England. But it seems like his play deteriorated after that, you know. But he is a strong athlete, man. He's just got to put it in the right – he's got to put some touch on it, man, you know. Well, at this, like, the Dallas game was the beginning for him, I thought. I mean, they ended yeah. up losing. It was when, He actually lost the game kind of for him when he just dropped the ball. He didn't realize it wasn't college anymore. He didn't get touched. He just left the ball <laughs> there, and Dallas picked it up and recovered it. Yeah. And that was – but then from that point, you had the New England game. You had some good things happening. And I think the offensive coordinator, uh, Getze, I, I think they hurt him a little bit. He got hurt a couple games. Like, I, he hurt his ribs. He hurt his shoulder. He was running way too much. Yeah. And uh, it was got crazy with it. Yeah. You know, against – they had Miami beat. I mean, they had Miami beat. As a matter of fact, there was an offense – there was a pass well, they had Detroit beat, too. Yeah, they At had home. them beat. So, I mean, there's a chance that this team could be, uh, you know – Maybe they could be a 500 team, nine, nine okay, and eight. I was about like to ask you, so you're thinking 500 would be considered a success for you. Yeah, because I can't really – I mean, because I don't know um, – the defense was bad last year, by the way. That was yeah. a really, really but bad defense. Stop the run. Not at all. And now, I mean, I do like – you know, they got Brisker. You'll have Jackson back, J- Jalen Johnson. It, they had some guys. I mean, they, yeah. they did have some players. Um, so I got to see the defense. If the defense is good, maybe they win 10 games. Maybe. I don't yeah. know though. They got a weak schedule, very weak. And, yeah. uh, and that's all on fields though. I mean, if fields ends up being a, you know, if he's what, unfortunately some people think he is, it's, it, it could be a disaster. I, yeah. I, the thing that I never can, I can't do this, Robert, maybe you, you're better at this than me. I don't know. College football to pro football is such a weird thing. Yeah. Because I watched Justin Fields play against Clemson in in the national championship a lot of NFL game. guys on Clemson, yeah. And he was incredible. And the reason why they lost was because I believe it was uh, the kid from New Orleans went the wrong way and they got picked in the end zone. I can't remember the <laughs> Olave. I mean, he was incredible that game he played. He Hurt. played he well took, against Alabama in the championship game. He played well there. Yeah, and yeah. so it's no different than CJ. You know, like CJ Stroud. I guess, the Georgia game. Do you think Stroud's going to go number? I think he's going to go number one to Carolina. Some people are saying Bryce Young, but I don't know, man. Stroud I, looks more safer. I think the Stroud size. is the size, and you know what? Stroud didn't run all year. He wouldn't run the. He refused, and I sometimes I wished he'd run. He wouldn't. He did against Georgia, though. That was great. He decided to run. That was That's outstanding. Good athletes in Georgia, man. I in Ohio State had. I mean, really, you make make a field goal, you win the game. But they. They or tie the game, whatever the hell it was. But they, um, yeah, he's got to be number one. He's got to be. I think he's awfully good. I mean, I, 
you know, he might be what everyone wants. Nah, see, Fields is just more more athletic, you know. But he's, I think he's got to be number one. I think Carolina would be crazy to mess unless they're going for. Would they do something for Lamar Jackson? I can't imagine. Yeah, that would be crazy because yeah. why would you do all that trading, you know, and just give them right. the one pick? Uh, right. But you know <laughs> what? I, Matt Castle back in the day, uh, he signed. Uh, the Patriots gave him one of those air quote non-exclusive franchise tags. There's only been so many. Uh, Steve Young got it back in 93. He signed back obviously with the 49ers. Jim Harbaugh got it with the Colts. He signed back or whatever with the Colts. And now, and Matt Castle got it, but they took it off and they did a traditional trade. So look for something like a traditional trade to be done with Lamar Jackson. Uh, so you don't have to do the two number one things. Maybe right. you get future twos or whatever. Maybe they can get more because Jackson's right. still in his prime technically. So uh, that's that's interesting to see. Somebody yeah. may make a move for him. I can't see Carolina. I think Carolina will probably go with Stroud or, or Young. Uh, Young's the most uh, – he's probably the most skilled. Bryce Young out of Alabama. But he's 5'10", dude. He's 192. He's I know. That's hurt. See, two. I know. Kyler yeah, Murray. right. Right. I know. Yeah. That's his problem. That's a, the problem. Exhibit B, right? Yeah. What do you think of, and maybe you saw more of him, because I didn't see enough of the kid from Kentucky. Did you see? I, I didn't see Will Levis much. Levis got a quick release. He's got what the, like Mel Kuyper would say, he's got what the NFL coaches want. He can make those sideline throws. The problem with him is I didn't see him really play well in big games in the SEC. He played terrible against Tennessee. Now, supposedly, he was dealing with an injury. They had some offensive line injuries. Uh, but why did you get beat out by Sean Clifford from Penn State? Right. You know, um, he's had some – he had a pretty good game, some good throws against Florida early on. And um, I just don't know about him. I mean, Colin Coward says, well, the guy's parents who came from Yale, uh, right. you know, he's not got the best – He's got, got the best talent around him because in Kentucky, and my argument against that is Kentucky's talent is way better than it used to be 10 or 15 years ago under the stoop, Mark Stoop. So he's a major question mark. Uh, Bucky Brooks from NFL Network says he's not even going to go in the first round. Oh, wow. Mel Kuyper okay. says he may be the best quarterback. What about Richardson? He's another one that yeah. I've heard Raw so talent, much. Man. Raw talent, yeah. I, I don't know if it was Carolina. I think it was. That was very enthralled. Like it was on McAfee's show where they were talking yeah. about how there's been there was they had a beat reporter on from there at the meetings in Arizona saying that there was possibly internal toil between him and, and CJ Stroud. There's parts of that organization yeah. that likes Richardson. That's Jason interesting. McIntyre thinks that he may go overall really talented, physically strong, kind of compared to Josh Allen. But dude, he's only played 12 games. He's super raw. He's Trey yeah, Lance raw. That's like Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, that's Mitch Trubisky stuff. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I can't. Trubisky was a good athlete. I forgot about that. He was a pretty good athlete, wasn't he? Oh and he only God. played for one year. Oh, he had God. that man. Let me tell you that. Think about that year with the double doink year. The Bears at that point had just won. I think the GM of the year. Brian Pace yeah. was GM of the year. I think Nagy might have been runner-up for coach of the year. I don't even know. Yeah. Coach of the year type stuff. I was, and sure had, I was going to win that game, by the way, over New Orleans. It, and then you had Trubisky in the uh, you know in the Pro Bowl. And all of yeah. a sudden, 
the wheels came off the following year. And, um, and I, I do think it had to do with the Trubisky injury. I remember him hurting himself. And it, ever since ever the point that he hurt his shoulder, he stopped running. He needed to run to be, you know, a little yeah. more, to be at least, you know, because him dropping back in the pocket is just not good. But I don't know, man. The, the Bears, though, that team was so ready to win, it felt like. Yeah. And remember you got Khalil Mack that year in the trade that offseason? Yeah. The first he year was, he won the division. He was so good that first year. And then it just went, he just really hit a wall. And um, no, that was, but those are the things that I'm glad the Bears aren't doing now. That's why I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy well, they went and I wouldn't hire him for dog catcher, man. He missed no. so bad on the, as a GM. He's terrible. God. The only thing he did that I thought was, was Eddie, uh, Eddie Jackson from Alabama when he took yeah. him the safety. I mean, everyone thought his, his knee was tore up and everything else. So he got him. That might be all I can think of with him. Well, Mac was pretty good. It was a nice deal. Nice trade. But I, you know, but then when you look back at what the Raiders got with everything, you might <laughs> you might wish you had it. So I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, you could have got Deshaun Watson. You could have got Patrick Mahomes. So that yeah, should make I, you go throw up on that one. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes well, traded up. perfect in Chicago, man. But that win. He, I told you what he said, too. It's it's insane. When Mah- they asked Mahomes about it, about he thought he was going to the Bears. And when the Bears trade up to get Trubisky, it's just one of the most unbelievable probably thing one of the most unbelievable things in draft history because it was just made no sense still the, the state bugaboo ever you know one yeah. of them yeah yeah well hopefully it all turn around this year man i really like um i really like what polls have done so far I, i'm with you but they do need to address their offensive line he said why you keep saying that over and over because defensive minded head coaches we've got one down here in tennessee You've got one up there in Pittsburgh. They have a tendency to poo-poo the offensive line. Pittsburgh spent no money on the offensive line. The Bears, the least amount of money spent on the offensive line last year. Well, guess what? They had the number one pick. Uh, you got to protect these guys. It, it's not a fashionable position. It's just not very. Uh, it's just not very fantasy footballish. But right. hey, the big uglies get it done, man. They get it yeah. done. They're the unsung heroes. You know who spent the most money? The Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Eagles. they're in the Super Bowl. Go yeah. figure. No, no that's I, I'm the Bears have about thirty-eight million dollars left, I think. So um and, and you know what? I read they could have two hundred next year in cap room. Wow. Yeah, I mean, after the draft, I'm I, why is he slipping my mind? Damn it, I can't remember. The exactly. offensive lineman the, the Bears offensive lineman who um who was a uh, rookie of the year this year? Not rookie of the year. He made the All Pro team, All Rookie team on the O line. Oh, really? Yeah, and it I may have been that guy from like Oklahoma State or something. Yeah, geez, I can't remember his name. I can't remember yeah. his name. But anyway, he's there. They get. They're going to yeah. draft one. I, you're right. I mean, they if they don't do that, I mean, the Bears have yeah. to run if the they ball. They get Jalen Carter with that ninth pick, man, and watch him get wanna... like a DUI or something like the first weekend you draft him. I'd kind of be surprised. Yeah, polls would shock me if he went that road. I mean, that sounds like a Ryan Pace move. I mean, that would be <laughs> that's, a, that's a John Robertson out of the, our former offensive, yeah. our former general I, manager here yeah. in Tennessee. I yeah, know who I you're talking about. Are you talking about Tevin Jenkins? Not him. Nate, it wasn't Nate, Lucas Patrick, maybe Braxton Jones. Who? No, 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 no. What's his name? Dad, darn it. Uh, um, Cody Whitaker. Not him. Doug Kramer. Who? Why am I not? Why is the name not not coming Gary to me? It's Barone, 
It's not Tevin Jenkins, although he was good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I feel like he was number 70. It's in my head. I'll, I'll have to send yeah. it to you. Oh, Why well. can't it? I can't remember. I can't get to my phone so I can find yeah, it. Yeah, I won't. I've got it right here. In fi- I mean, it, well, I'll who tell you the, what. Who was their starting off at the good line? receiving core, you know. Yeah. On paper. Yeah. I mean, you know, games ain't played well, on paper. Claypool, I guess, will be the – we'll see yeah. how he uh, – Mooney is your number two, I think. Him and Mooney, right? I mean, yeah. it isn't bad. I mean, yeah. uh, and if you go – and if Komet – Komet will be interesting to see how much money he's going to end up being paid. I mean, he's an interesting, he's an interesting one. I guess it'd be kind of like a year on his rookie contract, I think. Yeah. I'm looking at like Dawson Knox. I think that was an interesting contract. The bills signed him to, and it kind of might be the, uh, like the, uh, the, the, the roadmap for him, but, um, gosh, why can't I remember his name? I feel like his last name was Jones, by the way, the, 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 the guy I'm thinking of for the bears. And I can't remember his first name. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know what? It's not showing up on their ESPN's depth chart here. Uh, Braxton Jones, the left That's tackle. It. There oh, you go, Braxton okay. Jones. There you go. He was yeah, all. Yeah, Kyle was saying that they're ranked like 15th, and the, so they weren't terrible, but their run defense was really bad last year. It was unbear-like in their, in their quotes. It was horrible. He came from Southern Utah. I've never heard of this guy. So yeah. uh, was he a Ron Poles guy? No. So they probably need a right tackle then. My guess yeah. is maybe they will it, take a tackle with that ninth pick. Then I, I would try to get a higher end tackle. I would try to get a right tackle early, but that's just I, me, you know. No, I want the guy from Northwestern or Ohio State. That would be the that would be by yeah. you know Ohio State. Maybe he, maybe he beats out Braxton Jones or vice versa. And you can move him around. Braxton Jones could move. I, I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? But they they. The Bears have always, and you know it, they've always had a strong defense, and last year was was very difficult to watch because it was just – remember they played Buffalo. They were up 10-7 at half. Yeah. They came very back cold out. Woo! Man, My, was cold. Yeah. They just stopped. They didn't want to hit anyone. The Bears, I yeah. think, made a business decision. Some of those guys decided, no, <laughs> just the hell of it. Because Singletary yeah. ran wild that game. He so, did. He did. You know, I had him in a fantasy game, and – uh I took every – that day, I took every under. Uh, I hit almost all of them except for Carolina and Detroit. Oh, uh, Offenses woke up there. Go figure. Yeah. Hey, John, thanks for coming on. We went over because it's fun talking football with you, brother. Uh, yeah. You know what, Can I, let me say something before I go. First off, I'm yeah. going to get in touch with you because i got to get you back on with me and Scott, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. And what, what time up. is your show? 7 o'clock We're at, we're at six, 6 o'clock Eastern on Fridays. Yeah, spitball and sports, folks. And yeah. the other thing, real fast, yeah. I'm going to let you go. Yeah, no, ESPN is no. terrible, and yes. I couldn't watch it. And I found – that's how I find your show, by the way, is just looking around, looking around. I'm like, okay, this here is what I want now because yeah. you're giving me information. You're doing it every night. You give me information of the yeah. day. It was perfect. So I don't even need ESPN anymore. I just come here. Man, hey, thank you, John. I, I appreciate that, you know. Uh, I'm going to try to get back on. You're a big football fan. You follow the league. Uh, the the um, uh, special teams coordinator, Mike Wessoff of the Denver Broncos. He's worked with uh, Sean Payton back when he was with the Saints. And he also worked with uh, your former rival there, the Jets, hmm. with uh, Rex Ryan. Try to get him back on the program. He's come out of retirement, wow. 74 years old. Wow. Uh, I think they're going to be really good 
because you think about a good special teams in that rarefied air. It's going to be good right. for kickers. He's one of the best in the game. He had a book out, came out this past year called Figure It Out. I don't know when, but I'll let you know, man. Yeah. Mike Westhoff. I'm going to try to get Jimmy Johnson on, former Dallas Cowboy coach too, but he's going to be a little bit harder, man. Listen, I'll be watching because, like I said, this is uh, – oh, hey, Scott. I'm a, I this may is, use that for a marketing. You tell me I found your show. I may use that for a marketing promotion. It's the truth. You, yeah, clip it out because I'm telling you, I can't handle Sports Center. Can't do it. Can't watch it. None of them. Not even Fox. And it's Sports, hurtful, dude, because I grew up with this stuff. Yeah, me you too. It, but you're doing it's it the way I want to see. and 90s in the 90s. You know, yes. And, and he, you're doing it the way I want to see it. So that's how it, it attracted. And I'm glad I'm able to be on the show. And you definitely got to come back to mine when you're free. Let me know. Yeah, I could give you 30 minutes because I got to prepare. I got Carlos Mad New Yorker on Fridays. And I got to have uh, he's always yeah. he's a strong debater sometimes. And sometimes we get a little crazy like this oh, Friday. We're going to yeah, be talking I've about seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen you guys. I watch. I'm watching together 20 years ago, by the way. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, we're going to be talking about the major league baseball, all this, these pitch clocks and, and I'm excited about it. I don't know if you're a traditionalist, but I can't wait. I, I haven't watched baseball consistently uh, for about 15 years. I've been a casual fan. I'm going to try to get back into it because they've added the pitch clocks and they uh, did away with shifting. Robert, the only thing I don't like. Are you an old school guy, man? Not the there's only one. There's only one thing I don't like. Only one thing, and I can't stand the ghost runner. I can't take that tenth inning, that in, extra inning stuff when they put the guy on yes, second base. Everybody's against it. I'm okay with the ghost. If you want to take the ghost runner out, but you're okay with everything else. Yeah. Yes, I can't yeah. stand that. I can't watch the game no more. I I love extra innings. I love the whole deal. I love it all, and yeah. I can't see win, losing and winning games and losing a pennant or something over a ghost runner. That's yeah. not that's softball. That's purely I'm, I'm softball. You. Everybody's saying that. Okay, do away with the ghost runner. But we're talking 26 to 30 minutes off the games, man. Somebody's going to hit 400 yeah. in the next two years because they're going to eliminate that shifting. Nobody, you can't get out of the dirt. You know, that's pretty cool. Pickles I like it. The old school. He likes the four hour games. Pickles does. I, I'm okay with it too. I went to the see the <laughs> I went to go see the Yankees. The Yankees play the Guardians one time. Me and my wife and we sat the as a double header. It was unbelievable. The second half went. I think yeah. it went 16 innings. I was there till mm-hmm. almost midnight. But I didn't That's care. I don't know. Wife of yours, brother. Oh, my she's incredible. Girlfriends, they'd be running around <laughs> antsy. My mom, there she can't watch 10 minutes of the football game. No, but, but I'm a. I'm, I'm lucky, Robin. Robin is my producer, basically, on all the shows. She, she's I'm she's like Linda for 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 uh, Mac from the Mac and Jack. That's that's Mac's wife. Yeah, and his I'm producer. the luckiest luckiest guy in the world. Yeah. All right, man. All, all right, right, brother. Stay in touch. And other John, if your friend wants to come on, you tell him. Give him my contact uh, through whatever means, and uh, bring him on next week. I will. I definitely will. Thanks, guys. Care, See you, brother. <laughs>